Modern Football Group. Same game, viewed differently. Hello and welcome to the Modern Football Group EduPod and on today's episode we are discussing the modern fan. This consists of a six in six theme which is six topics in six minutes. Our guests today are Anna Chapman and Milo Tingi who will be discussing Gen Z, global fans, social media device usage, the rise of esports, the rise of the female game amongst sports fans, retention and engagement. So guys you have around one minute to state as many facts as you can based on each topic Anna, if you can get us started with our first theme, which is Gen Z, we're ready whenever you are. Okay, so 53% of Generation Z identify themselves as sports fans, compared to 63% of all adults and 69% of millennials. Gen Z are half as likely as millennials to watch live sports regularly and twice as likely to never watch live sports as regularly. It's more about creating engaging content with Generation Z rather than the length of the content itself. Only 29% of the generation will watch video content for around one to two hours at any given time. In the United States, esports are more popular amongst Gen Z than Major League Baseball, NASCAR and the National Hockey League, with 53% of the generation identifying themselves as esports fans. And 7.7% of Generation Z in the UK never watch television, however regularly stream sports. This is compared to only 2.1% of adults aged Three, between 25 two, and 69. One. Excellent, guys. Fantastic start. Thank you very much for that. So straight on to theme two, we have global fans. So, Milo, if you want to start us off with this one. Footballers are slowly becoming brand ambassadors, as well as athletes. Cristiano Ronaldo's 2019 move to Juventus doubled the club's followings. As well as the end of 2019, more than 40% of his income was from brand deals such as with Nike and Tagur. We're seeing a rising trend in global fans attempting to access restrictive Premier League content. Fans in fast growth markets are turning to VPNs to access this content, as seen because one quarter watch ESPN and one fifth of fans watch Eurosport weekly. There is a large interest in the Premier League in Asia. It is estimated that between 50 and 54% of people across Thailand, Vietnam and Indonesia will follow the Premier League and watch it on TV. The overall combined following of the original 12 Super League clubs across Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok and Weibo is 34% higher than the following of the 86 remaining clubs from the Big Five leagues combined, suggesting an overall increase Three, in popularity two, of these clubs globally. One. Great stuff, guys. Thank you very much for that. In the theme three, we have social media and device usage. So, Milo, if you could start us off here as well, please. 85% of Premier League fans own a smartphone, 50% own a tablet, and 40% own a games console. Following on from console gaming, Premier League fans average around one and a quarter hours of console gaming per day. 60% of football fans will engage with Twitter on a match day, compared to 43% on Facebook, 26% on Instagram, and 14% on YouTube. The most talked about sport on social media during the London 2012 Olympics was football, with around 5 million tweets. After the 18-19 season, Barcelona's Champions League performance helped them gain 14.6 million social media followers, and the winners, Liverpool, amassed 11 million more followers from the group stage to the final. Fascinating stuff, that, guys. And as we move to theme four, we've got Anna to start us off regarding the rise of esports. 
one of the most popular vi football video games, FIFA, has been purchased over 260 million times since its conception in 1993. Additionally, fans have downloaded the free version, FIFA Mobile, over 200 million times. Between 2017 and 2019, the revenue from eSports streams increased by 67%, from $655 million to approximately $1 billion. The Asian and Pacific area accounted for 57% of total audience and revenue of eSports in 2019, up from 51% in the same matters in 2017. And as of 2019, Cloud9 was the most valuable esports company, valued at around $310 million. By comparison, football clubs including Ajax, Lazio and Monaco were valued at the same amount at that time. By 2024, the value of the esports market is predicted to rise to $1.617 billion, suggesting Three, that the industry is expected two, to grow rapidly one. in the coming years. Absolute meteoric figures there, guys. A huge rise in esports, absolutely. So for theme five, we're talking about the rise of the women's game amongst football fans. So if you can start us off here, Milo. Approximately 39% of football fans in Brazil will watch the women's game on TV, compared to 34% in China, 31% in the United States, and 27% in the United Kingdom. According to Copper 90's report in 2018, 24% of football fans will attend women, game, women games in the US, compared to only 12% in the UK. The highest two-day attendance for a women's top-flight game was in 2019 in Spain, in a game between Atletico Madrid and Barcelona. A little over 60,000 attended. The Women's World Cup in 2019 was watched by a combined 1.12 billion viewers globally, an increase of 370 million from the previous World Cup in 2015. And as of December 2020, the most followed women's athlete on social media was Alex Morgan, with a combined 13.2 million Three, followers across Instagram two, and Twitter. One. Fantastic. It's great to see the women's game finally getting the traction that it deserves, and hopefully this significant rise will continue in the future. So on to our sixth and final theme, we have the retention and engagement. So Anna, if you can start us off with this piece, please. I think the COVID-19 pandemic is important to consider in this. The changing of the 2019-20 Premier League season saw all 92 remaining fixtures be broadcasted in the UK, encouraging retention of fans and an increase in broadcasting revenue due to the pandemic. As outlined in the Deloitte Money League, creating a memorable experience is important, especially for engagement. Social distancing could hinder this, meaning that clubs will have to adapt in order to encourage fans into stadiums again by incorporating elements such as contactless payment, for example. The rise in relevance and revenue of home food kits such as Gusto and HelloFresh may prove a valuable future partnership. During the start of the pandemic, the demand of these kits increased by 40%. Could tying these two together prove efficient and valuable as more Three, people look for a healthy two, alternative in food? One. That's some really, really good points there, guys. Thank you so much for your contribution to this edgy pod today. Some really great points. And thank you for everybody who's been listening. We hope you enjoyed it. The sources that were discussed mainly in this presentation were the Nielsen Sports Group, Morning Consult, Business Insider, KPMG, Global Web Index, Catalyst, Statista, Copper 90, FIFA and Deloitte. Have a great weekend and take care. Modern Football Group. Same game, viewed differently.